0: Yo. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear
1: you. All right, good. Uh, 28, uh, peace and greeting to the sound of the rising sun. This is your boy, Martin Quay.
0: And this is Stefan.
1: And we're back at it. For episode 28. Yeah,
0: yes, uh, I think it's been like a little over a week since we uh, recorded the last episode, but um, yeah, a
1: good a good little gap. But you know, we try not to wait too long. We gotta we gotta uh, constantly keep something out. You know, true, true.
0: So how's your um? I, well, I know we uh we we had seen each other this past weekend, but after that, like what what transpired for you?
1: So I just been back home, visiting back home cuz I had the whole weekend off and uh was basically off until Thursday. So just came back home, chill with family. And usually when I come back home, I you know might do stuff around the house, but usually I don't really do much. Just you know, hang out basically. Um, uh, you know, try to get take care of the important stuff. You know, like right before I leave or when I first when I first get here. Right. So yeah, I've just been back at the back in the area, or whatever, back in, in the Charlotte area, just seeing family. I'll get back, uh my week my week will basically start later in the week on Thursday. I'll work the whole weekend and you know, I'll get back to it. So how about for yourself, Stefan? Uh <clears throat> well
0: after after we uh departed on um Saturday, I just came back got some rest. That night, I uh, um I went and saw the the Birds of Prey movie. Um I thought that was pretty entertaining. And then the rest of the night I just <clears throat> I just relaxed. Oh, and I I caught the 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 title fight uh for the Jones the John Jones match. Which that was a uh, that was pretty good. And then Sunday, I just was chilling even more. I, I was binging binging shows. Well, I binged this one show called uh Servant on Apple TV. Um and if you if you got like a if you have a student account with Apple Music, you can you you automatically have uh Apple TV for free. And I still technically have a student account, so I had it for free for Apple TV streaming service and they don't have a lot of stuff up there because <clears throat> with Apple TV streaming service, all they have is just original like material. So, this was just an a, a an original show. Um it's like a it was a thriller pretty much about this girl, teenager coming in and she becomes a nanny for this family after this family loses a child. Um a infant child. They they have a doll that they replace the child with, child with because it it's supposed to help um it's supposed to help with the the loss of a child. It's called transitory, let me see if I can, it's called transitory object therapy. And this is a real, uh, this is a real term that helps people, you know, dealing with like PTSD. And um, yeah, it was an interesting show, a lot of twists in it. It was uh, produced by M. Night Shyamalan. So if you've seen any of his work, like, he did, you know, the, um, he did the Split movie a couple of years ago. You know, he, he has a lot of twists in it, so I thought that was really dope. So I binged it. It was, like, 10 episodes, um, 30 to 40 minutes each, so it wasn't that. It took probably, like, five hours. But, um, but, yeah, man, other than that, dude, you know, just, uh, just back on the, the work grind, uh, tomorrow, you know, I, I went hit the gym tonight, hit the gym yesterday, so tomorrow's my day off, so I can just chill. And, um, yeah, man, i just been, other than that, just been looking at stuff online. i just been seeing a lot of stuff uh, going on recently that I thought we could talk about.
1: Yeah, it's been hot. It's, it's, been, it's been a lot of stuff going on. I've been sitting back just like, wow, like, you know it's like new stuff every day so it's new it's new thing going new things going on in the media every day so i know um i do remember my brother was t- was talking about that john jones fight it was supposed to be controversial but i didn't check it out personally but i heard it was very controversial uh that guess the way it ended or something
0: yeah um a lot of people think uh jones lost uh because mm. the guy he was going against he was controlling the fight for, like, the first three rounds. Uh, it was uh, John Jones versus um, Dominic Reyes. And uh, this dude, Dominic Reyes, man, he was giving John Jones the work. He he actually knocked John Jones down in the first round. Um,
1: giving him the business.
0: And John, you know, I think what, you know, John has championship experience, so obviously the refs are going to go with you know, they're going to give him the advantage because of his experience and stuff. But this guy was bringing it to John. And you could tell John was a little shook. Like, there was a couple points where it looked like the dude was about to knock John out. But John, you know, quickly retreated to the cage and he grabbed him. You know, that's like a classic move like they do on boxing. They just grab the other person when they get their ass whooped. Um, yeah. And John, he tried to, ta- he tried to do a couple of takedowns, too, because he was getting his ass whooped. And I think that saved him. And they ended up giving him the fight because he came back in the fourth and fifth round. But I don't know. I missed some of the first round because I was streaming it. Um, and I, I might have to go back and watch again because I don't know. They <clears throat> they they made John the unanimous winner, which I didn't agree with that. Um, and apparently earlier in the, fight, uh, the main event card, one of the refs, they called one of the fights bad or whatever. And people were mad about that. So yeah, this this Jones fight, man, it, he didn't look invincible. You know, he was getting worked. And I think they're going to end up fighting again.
1: You know, and th- that's interesting cuz he you know he damn near always looked invincible.
0: He only has uh, one only one loss in his career, 26 and 1. And that's I, th- I think that's a one it's a no I think it was a no contest. No, yeah. Just one loss. He did-
1: yeah, uh, he hit the dude in the back of the head. Yeah. He hit him in the back of the head. Um, and, you know, thats you can't hit him directly in the back of the head. Multiple blows, you automatically, like, get disqualified. But he was whipping that dude's ass. And then he had, like, Gustafsson where – I think I'm saying that name, right? Uh, Gustafsson like measurables. Was, he was tall like Jones. He had reach like Jones. Yeah, they, they, they fought a couple times,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, the, in that first fight, uh, I, I think it was like uh, no con. It was like, like you said, no contest or a decision or something. Yeah. But like, people, a lot of people are saying that that fight could have went either way. But really, I mean, Jones still won. I think he uh, had more takedowns. And I don't think he got knocked down. I don't think he had like a knockdown or whatever against Gustafsson. But Gustafsson was, 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 was fighting with him, though. But I guess, you know, I got to check this fight out because, you know, a lot of people are saying he lost. They said, you know, he really, really. This one, he 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 really lost. He
0: couldn't even take the dude down. He tried
1: several times to take him down. He couldn't do it. Wow, that's saying a lot. Did he look like he? Did he look different? Like he wasn't on that juice, or did he just look like he met?
0: I think he met his match. This dude is Mm -hmm. like around thirty years old, and um, let me see if I can find the fight card. Uh. What's that? Uh, the weigh-in, not the weigh-in, but I'm trying to find that that fucking image they show before the fight where it shows you their measurables. Because promotion, say what?
1: Like a promotion ticket or?
0: Nah, it's like right before the fight. You know, it plays that music, like dun, dun and then it shows their two. You know, both of them in their fighting stance, and then it tells you their age, their height, their weight. That's what I'm
1: talking about. Okay. Like, I, I I don't really know the name of that, but it, it, like, just tells you the measurables, like the age, the reach. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm trying to find – I'm trying to find the one It's – it's got a, a specific name. But anyways, man, um, Jones had the advantage. He's, like, a couple – I know he's a couple years older than this dude. Jones is only 32, so, I mean, he's still, you know, relatively young and in his prom – but this guy, Dominic uh, Reyes, is uh he's only 30 years old. He's the same height as John Jones, 6'4. His reach, mm. though, is only his reach is 77 inches. John Jones, that's this is where he has the real advantage, and this is probably why he's won a lot of his fights, obviously. Uh m- well, not only that, it's because of his skill, but he has an 84 and a half inch reach. Like that's fucking <laughs> crazy.
1: He, it's ridiculous.
0: His wingspan is seven feet one inches. So yeah, he's a he's a monster, but he I think he met his match with this dude. And it's interesting because there's only been a few guys, a handful of guys that's really challenged him. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. It was um definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, so they're gonna probably get a couple couple of different tickets out on with this with this hairline, so that's gonna be interesting to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I guess moving on to like the uh the first topic is the I guess the biggest news since um we last recorded was you know, Trump got acquitted. Which is which which we I mean, pretty much everybody expected it, but you know, and they made it official. Made it official six days ago. If I'm
1: not, yeah, six days ago. And uh, I think you said it back in the uh, in the early 20s, in one of those episodes. It was like in the early 20s, You uh, we had, we were talking about this. It's like, you know, around the time when they it, it first started it. And you had said that, I think I asked the question about, you know, what would happen if he doesn't get impeached? And I'm, it's starting to really look like, you know, this the Democratic Party with uh I think uh not booty jazz somebody somebody uh, dropped out dropped out of the uh, candidacy race today. It's starting to really look like, you know, if I'm not getting impeached and the Democrats, you know, not really having good candidates that we might start having another political party starting soon. Like it's really starting to look like that. Cause like where do they go from there? They they basically lost the trust of a lot of avid Democrats. And like voter turnout is going to continue to be lower and lower, and like they've literally wasted this whole political campaign in between this election to focus on just impeaching him instead of focusing on actual political platforms so it's really looking like that I want to say you call it that if if that happens the way but it's look, it's looking like it may you call it that real early this this might be the time when we have another whole other political parties uh coming up
0: yeah and um according to uh Gallup. Uh, Gallup, uh, I believe, a website or a publication. I'm reading this from Tom, Time, Tom.com. It's the article titled, Donald Trump acquitted in impeachment trial. It says, on Tuesday, Gallup released a new poll showing that during impeachment, Trump reached his highest ever job approval rating at 49%, while Trump's approval among Republicans, Republicans hit 94%. It was just seven percent among Democrats, the largest discrepancy ever measured, according to Gallup. So <clears> his party is, you know, backing him pretty much almost completely, and of course the Democrats hate him. But his job approval has reached its highest point yet. So you know it's almost at 50%, half fifty percent. Like so that that just lets me know. And you know he he's steady on Twitter, you know he just tweeted about the economy uh yesterday um oh and and, and you know he and he's st- steady becoming a meme, you know, with his tanned face and everything, and you know people are saying, is he a clone? you know, I don't know, but um i do what I do know is is that he's stronger than ever right now because they couldn't take him out. And some of his people, I just seen a report of one of his uh his advisors. They were looking to get charges, but they they um I think the FBI just said they're gonna stop pressing charges against him, I believe. One of his um advisors, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Roger Stone. Roger Stone prosecutors quit case as Department of Justice cuts Trump's out, cuts Trump's. Trump allies' recommended prison sentence. So he just he he's like uh, John Gotti out here.
1: Basically, he's untouchable. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think he's really doing anything wrong besides hurting people's feelings and shit, to be real with you.
0: I mean, yeah, we've, we've talked with uh, different people about it. It's like people of different backgrounds and stuff. At face value, it's like, yeah, Trump looks crazy. He looks like, you know, a bigot, white supremacist You know, just a piece of shit person, uh, sexist, misogynist, all of that. But, I mean, the economy is doing well. That's what it always comes back to. We had this talk with a couple other people over the weekend who don't really, you know, rock with Trump. And we're not saying we really rock with him as a person or nothing like that. But it's like, we can't deny what the economy is booming right
1: now. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree with none of them, but I understand that it's gotta the worst has gotta happen for it def- shit, the shit the to change. You know what I mean? So yeah. we gotta in- do this because he's exposing a lot of shit. He's exposing a lot of shit that we need to see, and you know, don't run from it because the Democrats ain't doing nothing. gonna keep they ain't gonna do nothing but keep us in a rut, like they have. They are gonna keep us, you know, keep putting that witch that uh, witchcraft and mind gra- mind games on us and shit. That's we're thinking we're going to get rep- reparations while we're getting gentrified. Right. Why they giving us more handouts? Because people understand, like, handouts don't help us as a, as a, as a community. Like, they don't. Like, we got to start to understand we got to take our shit back and build without having somebody try to give us shit back.
0: Yeah, handouts isn't the way. I mean, I look at it as the way... The only way for us to get back what is ours is through a revolution. But I don't know if people are really, re- if, I don't know if enough people are ready for that talk, you know, instead they just want handouts so we can just see, you know, we can go through the court processes, but even if we do get uh, reparations, I don't think it will be in the form of what people want or the majority that is, you know, I feel like they'll do some shit. Like they'll put it into like education public school education in, like, lower impoverished neighborhoods, you know, shit like that, instead of just yeah. cutting people directly, checks or just giving out land. Nah, they're they not going to do that. They, they'll, they you know, free health care, maybe. Some shit like that, you know. It's not just going to be just straight-up money or land, you know. That's a pipe dream right now.
1: That's a pipe dream. They ain't just going to give the same people that they stole all their stuff from. They're not just going to... They're not just gonna give you shit back to help your community. They're not looking to help you. They're looking to continue to steal from me because it's all about taking shit from you in the first place. So it's like we are asking people for handouts, and I don't know. I think our focus is in the wrong, in the wrong, on the, on the wrong things. Period. And when we talk about, when I speak about Trump, at least, and you, more, more than likely. Stefan will agree with this when we, as a divine cast, speak about Trump and about the political aspect. We already know that they know shit. Like they know the script. It's a script behind it. It's scripted, you know. But and we know that it's not all. It's what we see is not really what's going on, and it's not really what's true. Um, and you got to really, really, uh, really understand and realize what what the, what they're doing. And I just I just so happen to. I feel like you know you gotta always look at stuff objectively to where you look at both sides, and you know, basically the media—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a collapse happening. I think we're either we're we're on the verge of it, and it ain't started yet, but it's it's getting to it. I think we are in the middle of a collapse between the political parties and just them, warring against each other. But it's, it, it came from the fact that Trump is allowing us to actually see it. Through all the chaos that he's bringing and all the, the the decisions that he's starting to make. He's allowing us to see how chaotic our governmental system is and where we are at. And the fact that we got to we got to have a huge reform coming up in the near future. It ain't even just about voting. We got to get it's, it's got to get to the point now where we got to understand what is a vote. Like what kind of political system do we really want? Is a democracy really it? Is a free enterprise, enterprise capitalism capitalistic uh, society really is? Is this stuff really, has it, does it really work? Because honestly, how are we any different than any other country that we have, that we talk about in our news? You know, we're not really any different. They probably talk about us the same way, you know? It's all about perspective. And it's like, we're not really any different. And I feel like that's what we got to really start, that's that's the times we're in. Yeah, we can still, we still talk about it, but we got to always keep it in the back of our mind that At some point, they even the higher up say this. Even 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 the founding fathers say this. You know, it's got to reach a point where people are going to fight back, and shit's got to change. Where the old system is just not going to work anymore. And I think we're heading in that direction. And you know, we just got to keep our minds open. Mind open about that. About that being a possibility. So that's why I feel like you always got to really look at what look at what's going on. But always understand, you know. This, this, what I see is not the whole story. Yeah, yeah. Like we all know, Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump. We already know they fucking in the background. Like we already know there's some shit going on between them and shit. They just they gotta put their acting. They gotta go and use their acting skills to keep the political show going to keep us distracted from something from 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 the shit that really matter. You know, from the shit that really matter, like us paying taxes and. And the fact that you know they're, they're trying to take guns away in Virginia, we got you know, we got shit actually going on where they're trying to take stuff. You're breaking
0: up, I'm still breaking up. Uh, speak again, yeah.
1: Can you hear me now? All right, I'm I'm not on Wi-Fi. I'm I'm trusting my uh, 4G. So I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm hoping that it play all the way through because I ho- I think I'm in a good spot. I got a good signal.
0: Okay.
1: Is it breaking up all all the way through, or is it just that one uh, time?
0: Just that
1: one time. I'm kind of moving my phone around too. So I think ho- hopefully that was it. Because I remember last time we kind of struggled with recording like this, but I think I was moving my phone around, but. Yeah, if you can still hear me, I, I was just wanting to say yeah. that, you know, um, we just got you know, keep our, it's 2020, you know, so I told my pops this, it's like, you know, we got, I don't know about you, but I feel like we got a clarity. We got a clarity now that we can actually start to see shit for what it really is now. Like it ain't even really a filter no more. Now they're getting so blatant with this shit. We get, we got like a clarity that we can really start to see this shit. And then like, hey, that's going to help us plan to continue to move forward.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I agree with that. Um, I noticed, you know, on the, the weekend, you know, like I was saying, uh, what was it? Yeah, Saturday. Was it Saturday? I was just chilling. or it was Sunday. Might have been Sunday. Yeah, I think it was Sunday. I was just chilling and, you know, I was just on YouTube and stuff and just like just looking at my, my feed and seeing what's new. And then I seen all of a sudden, I seen some streams for the uh, the XFL, so I was like, you know what, I'm, let me look at this for a little bit. So I probably watched like a couple plays from it, like a couple minutes worth of it. And um, from what I seen, you know, it does look. I mean, it looks pretty. Uh, I mean, it looks interesting. You know, I, I like. You know, they they. You know, the rules are different. You know, they don't just do the extra kicks. Um, they they can score more. They can score go from like one, two, and three points by the goal line once they score a touchdown. Um, and they have to go for it. They can't kick just like a field goal unless they're out of distance. Unless they didn't score a touchdown. They they interview like the players right after they make plays or right after the that, kickers it, misses. Like the, you know, so it's 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 uh it's interesting. It it does seem like it could be something that you know sticks around this time and I think they're you know they're taking this are <clears throat> taking it more serious this time around uh as opposed before with like the nicknames and whatnot you know and um apparently it got good uh good ratings according to uh the, I got I got I mean, to say about to it. the Hollywood reporter the uh the four games two on Fox, one on ABC, and one on ESPN. Average 3.12 million viewers and a 1.0 rating among adults 18 to 49. Those ratings are in line with the inaugural primetime game for the Alliance of American Football, or better known as AAF, on CBS last year. Um, Fox's Sunday afternoon game had the biggest audience with 3.39 million viewers, while ESPN Sunday telecast was the, was the smallest of the four, with just under 2.5 million viewers. So it it does seem like, you know, it's um so far so good, you know, it's got good ratings. And I've seen a lot of positive feedback from people online that, you know, we're checking it out. So it looks like something that could compete with the NFL in the future. I wouldn't say the near future, but maybe five to ten years down the road.
1: So I, I actually I got to check out the XFL. Uh, one of the XFL games I didn't check out, but one um, I didn't check out the one Saturday. Um, it was a Sunday game. It was the uh, Tampa Bay versus New York. And I actually, honestly, I actually really, really, really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be, which, I mean, that says a lot. Um, I I thought the game, yeah, of course, it's a speed gap. It's a talent gap. But I still think when you watch it, it's hard to really, you really can't tell. Well, I think it really, well, I think it'll it'll be able to uh, be shown when it comes to the talent gap, is uh, the quarterback play? I'm not gonna lie. Tampa Bay's quarterback uh, is Aaron Murray. You can tell that he was like a, a plumber. Like you could tell he was a plumber, low key. Like it, it, it was a it, it was good action, but he he just didn't have. You could it, it was plays that he did, he couldn't make. Yeah. But as an overall product. As an overall product, as a um, overall presentation, one thing I really liked about it, one thing I really liked about watching the XFL game, is I felt like it was nonstop action, because the game moves so fast. I felt like every time I look up, I'm not watching commercials, I'm not watching the advertisement. I felt like every time I look up, I'm watching football, and I really like that. I really like that. Every time I feel like you are, you look up you're actually catching real football. You're not catching some yeah. bullshit ads. And, you know, I feel like if, if the XFL blows up, of course, that's easy way to get money. And, you know, that's not something that we're going to always be able to, you know, I know that's, that's going to be one of the first, if the XFL sticks around, the the, the, the gameplay is going to be affected when it comes to the advertising. Like, I, I mean, I, they're, they're lying to us if they say that, you know, they won't increase ad time over time when it comes to commercials, if it stays relevant. That's like the biggest way. That's one of the easiest ways to make money as an organization. So, but, you know, what I saw, though, for what I saw, I feel like every time I looked up, it was football going on. Not commercials. Not no bullshit, you know, comment commentary. I felt like every time I was looking up, I was actually watching action. Like, what I want to see. And I really liked that. And I feel like the players were hungry. I, I feel like the players are better than they, they were in the AAF. Like the thing about the AAF, I felt like it was extremely top heavy. Like I felt like, I felt like the talent was just, it was just too big of a talent gap. Way too big of a talent gap, even amongst the whole league. Like you know, I just feel like it was just too big of a talent gap. And you know, I don't really feel like I get that feeling with the, with well with the game I saw because you know New York and Tampa Bay, they might be two of the better teams in the league, even though it's only eight teams. New York could be the best team in the league, and I could be just seeing a really good team. So I want to look at, you know, I want to have one more good weekend of uh, checking some games out to give a nice honest opinion. Like you know, a couple, like probably a couple more weekends. Yeah. But you know, uh,
0: you know, it's it's an alternative. It went, you know, we'll see.
1: It is. We like we're in the spring. Like really, what's going on now? It's absolutely nothing going on right now. Even the NBA, in my opinion, like. It ain't really start picking up yet. The NBA, the prime time of the NBA ain't gonna really pick up until you know this season, this shit ends, which is perfect timing. Like that, it's a perfect time, perfect location to have this yeah. league. People are hungry yeah, for right football. After,
0: uh, right after the Super Bowl ended, this started. So yeah, that's that's great, great marketing.
1: Like that shit just felt like uh, th- this past weekend watching that game. It felt like it was meant to be. Like it felt like it went so smooth. It felt like we've been doing this shit before when we ain't never really, when I mean, it was a, really the opening weekend. Like, yeah, we had the XFL before, but, like, this shit felt like, it felt like it was going to stick around for a yeah. little bit.
0: Um, I-, I would like That's- to note that uh, there have been notable players um, thinking about coming into the league, to the XFL, and the, and the one name in particular – um, who's made noise over the past couple of years, obviously, is Colin Kaepernick. He was looking to come to the XFL. However, he um the XFL commissioner, this is according to Yahoo Sports. According to XFL commissioner Oliver Luck, the two sides met to discuss a deal to keep Kaepernick playing in the league. However, his salary demands were way too high. Um And this is via a quote right here from uh, the commissioner, Oliver Luck. We gave it some thought. We have some pretty significant salary restrictions. You know, we're a startup league, so we want to make sure that we can be fiscally responsible and fiscally prudent. And the salary requirements that some folks shared with us were, in our case, exorbitant. So we couldn't couldn't (laughs) go down that path, end quote. So, yeah, you know... um, I, I figured, you know, there was going to be some big names that tried to get into the league. But, I mean, it just seems like he's trying to he's just he's just doing way too much. He's had opportunity after their opportunity to play football again. But it's like he don't want to, quote unquote, bend his knee, you know, a little bit. I mean, I get it. I get it. You was a starting quarterback in a play for a playoff team at one point. But you, you haven't been in the league for, you know, several years now. And this again, this is a startup mm-hmm. league. If you want to prove yourself and still go back to the NFL, you would take a salary cut because we know you got you you got a nice check from um, that that NDA that you signed with the NFL. We know you got a nice mm-hmm. check, yeah, and, Nike. Well, and you you got the endorsement with Nike. So we know you got bread. So why not just take a salary cut? And ball out, and then you could be on a, a starting roster next season for another NFL team.
1: I mean, put it this way: Colin Kaepernick is worth. I promise you, right now, he, he's worth at least at least fifty fifty million dollars. That's which, a lot of fucking money. Which is why he he's probably, worth at least.
0: Yeah, it's probably it was a crazy number for them. Which I get it. He can. He's talented, but again, like he said, this is a startup league. Like. You got to mm-hmm. I mean, take a salary cup, and go. you can go crazy this season. Take a salary cup. You look like a god against these dudes, and you'll be back in the NFL in no
1: time. Shit. He could pull a warm-on, because warm-on went to the Canadian. He, he went to the Canadian football league, went up there, ripped that shit up. You know, it's different. It's a different circumstance. But when it comes to actually playing on the field, warm-on went to the CFL, tore the shit up. They came to the NFL and came to top pass in the NFL. I mean, you know, some people, of course, in the CFL, I don't I'm pretty sure he wasn't making the same money like the, like he was right. in the NFL, period. Like he took some type of pay cut. So yeah, take a pay cut. And you ain't gotta you ain't gonna take a pay cut for a year. I mean he said. He said. He just had the black history, not black history month, Nike, but he just had talking some Nike that he released. The Air Force One, basic-ass, plain-ass Nikes, and the motherfuckers sold out all across America, like, within like a within six hours of the first day of them motherfuckers being released, online and in stores. Like, I mean, we already know who Colin Kaepernick is. He an agent. We already know that, but still, like, we, we try to, you know, we try not to always be conspiracy-driven and shit. We try to keep an open mind about the shit and not always say shit's yeah. conspiracy. And, you know, if it ain't, he need to take a pay cut and go sh- show his talent.
0: True, he just let he just letting the you years know? go by. You know, um, even with that stunt he pulled with the the workouts and shit, I just thought that was a bad look. You know,
1: I thought that was a bad look. I thought that was really what what showed it, that he what showed us that he is like. He is something weird about him. He has arterial motors, I would say that right there alone showed him that he did this shit for arterial motors. And I think I, I, you know, I think it goes back to one thing: is that he was a good quarterback, but this is starting to make me think that he realized he wasn't really that. He, like he, his time in the NFL was running out, and he knew it was either him sitting the bench and eventually be out of the league within the next few years, or. He can be an agent and make more money by being one of these people that the NFL probably pays off, like Antonio Brown, to keep the NFL relevant by keeping them in the media and keeping shit, keeping them about, keeping you know, keeping the storyline, keeping the news, head, news headlines every every few yeah. months or so. He can be, they can get paid off by the NFL because they want to deal with his ass as actual quarterback. They can get, just take his money, by it from the NFL and just sit on the sidelines. And you live off his endorsements, cause now there's niggas out here that look up the Colin Kaepernick like he's an actual agent, or, uh, like he's an actual matriarch, like he actually transformed um you know, our community or some shit. When in all actuality, it was all scripted. He ain't really did shit, but get your money out your pocket.
0: Yep. He says
1: all this shit, all these, exclusives. Up, he all he these upon, exclusives. He done dropped all these Nike exclusives. A
0: pawn on ha- this
1: boy. That's all he is. He done drunk all these Nike exclusives right after he had just so happened to be in the headlines. He figured a workout, and all of a sudden, that next Monday or, you know, the Monday afterwards, he got these all-exclusive Nike uh, Air Forces. Like, sold out. Niggas eating this shit up, and we're here to tell you, like, why, like yeah, it's all the script.
0: To, I mean, he, he revealed who he was when he did that workout. Like, he revealed it. Like, right there, you know, with all the cameras and TMZ. Talking about something. They got to come to me and all this other shit. Like, I'm like, bro, come on. All
1: right. I mean, it don't work like right. that, homie. Like, you know, you had your chance. Like, I understand. What he, I think they, they would probably still try to sabotage him in some way. But if you're good, you're yeah. good. At this, at this point, if you're good, you're good. Like, for real. It's just
0: a... It's just a um, menstrual menstrual show at this point you know
1: same shit as the past just just you know on a higher level continue
0: yeah so i think um that's a good point the good stopping point and we can move on to another topic for um but well, since we're talking about colin kaepernick and social injustice um, I thought this was important that we touched on this. I haven't seen it yet, but I will watch this and I'll give my review of it on the next episode. There's this documentary out about Malcolm X's assassination. I'm pretty sure you heard about it. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, yeah. no, ever. It's a new documentary on Netflix that talks about um that 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 breaks down Malcolm X's assassination. Um, I'm trying to let me see what the name of the let me see what the name of it is, but apparently it, it provides new information that yeah it's called Who Killed Malcolm X. It's a five part uh, docu series um, that's investigating his death and what happened behind it. You know the Nation of I- Islam. We know they were involved. We know Elijah Muhammad was envious of uh Malcolm, we know Farrakhan knew what was going on, apparently Farrakhan was in New York the day that Malcolm was killed um you know there's been reports saying from like uh the late great um dick Gregory he was saying you know how the the uh, the shooters Shot at Malcolm when he was on the podium in the auditorium, but they had blanks, and there was people that shot him from the back in the in the rafters. Mm. So he was saying that it was the CIA that actually killed uh, Malcolm, but the NOI, which I which is what I think happened, is that they partnered with the uh, CIA, but I, I feel mm-hmm. like the CIA made them do that, made forced their hand into doing that. Um, but they still didn't like they still didn't like Malcolm. They probably did want him dead, but I think the CIA forced the hand in to having him assassinated. Um but yeah, it's called Who Killed Malcolm X. It just uh came out on Netflix. And Netflix has been coming with that heat recently. Um The yeah, streaming wars. Yeah, they trying they are trying to they trying to step it up, you know, like all these different streaming shows, uh, like I was saying, Apple TV. I would have never thought to look at Apple TV, but I was just trying to find a new series to watch because I love binging shows. Um, And I found it. I was like, oh, shit, it's on Apple TV. It was great. High production value. You know, Apple has so many streams of revenue. It's like, oh, yeah, we got a streaming service, too. Like, they're not even sweating it. Like, But they got some a lot of uh, apparently this is like one of the only good shows they got up there i checked it out look it looked great you know i think it's available in 4k you know so it's like all these different streaming networks hbo max is about to have all of the fucking dc content i believe they're about to have original dc content um which gets into the superheroes genre um what's another one another one i I heard about man uh Shit, cause it's like all of these um, services, man, competing.
1: They all uh, they sat down at the table and they came back and they about to hit everybody over the head. Everybody, you about to everybody about to have at least five different streamers networks or something. Cause they go, I mean, they 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 about to hit people over the head with it. Cause they are about to have some fucking flame. There's about to be flame everywhere. All these yeah, exclusives, all these exclusives. You gonna tell me you ain't gonna have at least? You gonna tell me? Everybody ain't gonna have at least one exclusive from every streaming network that they heard about that they'll be interested in checking out.
0: There's um like there's a couple. This this fucking damn this article. Uh, new streaming services. They got one called Quibi. I've never heard of this. It's supposed to be short for Quick Bites, which is the perfect way to describe the mobile-only streaming service. See, they're gonna all have their niches. This is this services niche. It's only mm. mobile only streaming service, which is very reliable as people are always on the go. You know, this could be great for like if you're traveling road trips, if you're on an airplane, you can watch episodes, download them. So that could be something perfect for that. A little niche audience right there for Quibi called uh, Quibi mm-hmm. Q-U-I-B-I. I don't think it's, it's I don't think it came out yet, but it's upcoming. Um, this article is on popsugar.com. It's called Everything You Need to Know About Queeby, but damn, I thought it was um. There, I know there's another one. It's called a uh, Peacock. I don't know what it's, it's supposed to be coming out in April. I don't know what uh. Oh, the Queeby comes out in April as well. HBO Max comes out um in um May, and apparently, and allegedly, HBO Max might be coming with some some heat. Like they might be dropping like um like a Justice League like another Snyder cut like a longer version of the Justice League movie that a lot of people, you know, were up in arms about. They might drop the actual the longer director's cut version when it drops. You know, cuz they got they got to have something off rip that ha- that draws people in. Um Peacock is from yeah. NBC. This is NBC streaming service that comes out in April. And um it start. It's you know they're gonna start off. They're gonna start off at a low price because they have to you know to draw people in. Four ninety nine for original content. Fifteen thousand hours of total content. Or you can do ad free experience for nine dollars and ninety nine cents. And Peacock is gonna have all the classic NBC shows. The number one show, The Office.
1: Friends. Oh, uh, Office. I, I said now, Friends. Friends yeah. is
0: on a. If I'm not mistaken, Friends is on Netflix, I think, or it's one of those. Um. It's one of those, yeah, because Friends is a huge uh, TV sitcom. I know there was people. Uh, I know there was like a, a bid for that show recently, like which, because you know, like you said, these streaming services are gonna be like, oh no, nah, we want The Office, like all right, nah, we we want fucking Friends, uh, we want Seinfeld, you know, it's like. It's like, cause they know the importance of these shows. Like, you know, like people going to keep coming back to the show. Yeah. Friends, uh, just left, uh, Netflix.
1: They're looking for that check.
0: So yeah, dude, it's, 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 uh, interesting time, which I mean, we touched on it before, you know, with the streaming services, but, um, it's an interesting time, but, um, yeah, man, this documentary though, like documentary about Malcolm X's uh, assassination. It's called Who Killed Malcolm X. I think the listeners, you should, if you're interested in that, definitely check that out. Um, Oh, if you have not seen the Malcolm X movie that was directed by Spike Lee, you need to see that. Because that movie was, that was incredible. Um, I watched it, like, last year. Denzel, man, he really embodied, in my opinion, what Malcolm X stood for. It's like, you know, he had the spirit of Malcolm X in him when he was uh, doing that movie. Um, I think it was a great film. Recommended to anybody to check out. I don't like how they predicted him as a, a coke head with, you know, just fucking with white uh, whores and shit. I didn't like that, but... You know, they yeah. got to smear
1: his image, yeah, smear it, it, image it, somewhere. it
0: at the beginning, but then he, after he went to jail, he got right. You know, when he was in jail, that's when he started, you know... Um, learning but um yeah definitely i'll on the next episode i'll i have i will have watched completely the five episodes of who killed malcolm x and i'll come back with the review and my assessment of it um you
1: definitely need yeah, that review
0: sure. uh the next topic that i wanted to discuss and this goes again with like the conscious uh material dr umar johnson you know, I know how we talked about in the before in the previous episodes about how the conscious community is like it's it's like there is no really no community. It's like everybody is trying to be the first one to, to claim they know this knowledge, this knowledge. People get mad when you talk about the same stuff they're talking about. Well
1: But they could like yeah, they invented yeah. it.
0: <laughs> well Dr. Umar took it a step further. Last week, um Dr. Umar got on IG Live. Dr. Umar is a known scammer. He claims to be, you know, a school psychologist and shit and teaching black.
1: He's not even yeah. really a psychologist.
0: He he gets not a daughter. to go around the country doing lectures for black parents to show them how to train their kids and shit. But he, he wants to have the school, but he, he, he lives in a fucking slave shack, you know, an all-boys school you know, he he claims he has goons, but his phone he was pretending the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <They're, they're laughs> him. He, you know, he's just a fucking goofy at the end of the day. He's a scam artist that somehow has become relevant in today's media. You know, his recent viral video was him talking about Kobe's death. But um, yeah, man, he last uh week he's he's had enough with the people getting his uh his lectures shut down. He he wants addresses. He wants where you work. He wants where you live, and he named people. He was on IG live for like fifteen minutes, and he named like four or five people, might have been six, that he wants their addresses. So he because he's gonna pull up on them. He's gonna handle it because he because he's tired of them wow. calling where he's supposed to be lecturing at and getting it shut down. And I'm looking at this like, bro, don't you know this is illegal? You know, and you're you're putting your, you're, you're getting your followers involved with this shit. Like, there's legal ramifications for threatening people like this online. One of the people he threatened, I was watching his live stream about it. He was like, we've already contacted our lawyer, you know, and we're going to, you know, just to, you know, keep it, to be on the safe side and stuff. But he was like, like he said, and like everybody knows that looks at this guy's like, we know he's not about that life. We know he's clearly not a gangster like he's a con artist that it's a you know technically the prince of pan-africanism, you know the the an- Basically Marquee's, Marcus Mar- Garvey he's uh it's his ancestor all this other bullshit and
1: Oh no, Frederick Douglass is he's a he is is he's a direct ancestor. He's, he's supposed direct, to be like yeah, the have shown that son of
0: Frederick Douglass, all this other shit. I'm like, bro, like,
1: all right. I mean, get how you live, homeboy. What you telling me that shit? Both like
0: pictures with his, uh, I guess his girl, where she he's reenacting a picture of MLK, and he's supposed to be MLK. Like, I'm like, bro, uh, hey, I was, it's like.
1: Nigga, just, just straight from the CIA.
0: Like, yeah, man. Uh, he's a clown. And this is why, again, while we talk about the conscious community, it's like there is no community with the conscious. I don't even like the term conscious like that. Like, I don't like the term woke. Like, I mean, I, it's a joke. At, we talked about this off air, how it's, it's become a joke with all these memes people make of being conscious now. And it's playing right into the government's hands, man. You know, um, it's a shame.
1: They're playing right into their hands.
0: Yeah. Um. I just I I don't get it. You know. I don't get why more people can't collaborate ideas. You know, to just to, you know just to find better ways to get out the message. That's what it's about. It's the message. It's not about
1: the messenger. That's why I started loading up. I started loading up my um my spiritual pistol, and I'm like, oh, well, the the only thing I can really point to to really explain it all is the fact that these niggas are fucking agents. Like, it's got to be more agents than not, because why would you promote this all this negativity if you really, if you really cared? Most of the time, you'd really worry about fixing something. And then the negativity that can be associated behind a misunderstanding. Right. Like for real, like you wanna you want your number one objective if you really care about the people is getting the shit out. You're not you're not focusing on the negatives of other people. You're not focusing on somebody stealing your downloads or you know, stealing the shit you think about, you talk about whatever. You're not even focus on that shit. You focus on the fact that and, and you know it is niggas out here that really do be stealing shit, you know, that that we're still knowledge and, and information from other people that's grimy like that, but it's the way you go about that. It's all about the way you go about this shit. How you going to go about it? Right. How you going to go about, about handling that?
0: That just makes you look like a, a coward to have, you know, to tell your followers, I need I need you to do research to find these people. Like, he was giving out where he thinks they at, like, their states and stuff. He's like, I need y'all to find the direct address so I can pull up. Why don't you do it? Like, since you want want smoke like that for real, why don't you do all the work and go pull up on them instead of posting it on the internet? You know, that just makes you look like a coward at the end of the day. And, you know, talking about something, he not a gangster and all this other stuff. You know, they were trying to say he smoked crack and all this other stuff. I'm just like...
1: I mean, sometimes he acts polite the way he yeah. ain't
0: just sober. If he ain't, if he ain't, I mean, if he, ain't he ain't sober. He an alcoholic, one something. One of the guys that he threatened was saying, we never said he smoked crack. We said he was doing something else. See, he didn't elaborate. He, he just said, they said we smoked crack. No, we were referring to Coke or like pills. Like, yeah, you doing something. We never said you smoked crack though, you know? And it's just like this guy, he can't, he don't want to face the music that he is a clown at the end of the day and people just look at him more so now to laugh than to uh, actually listen to what he has to say. Like I was looking at the IG Live where he was, you know, threatening people to pull up. There's a bunch of just people posting laughing emojis. You know, just uh, They know your joke. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's like give it up. You're not a doctor. You've been exposed like several times like I, I don't I don't get it you know and that's just the day we live in man you know these these false prophets they have these followings and uh yeah I just wanted to bring that to the light because I don't know, I just thought it was interesting how these so-called I don't even want to call him a leader but these so-called public figures are just like most of the time are just clowns today oh, oh. you know
1: who made them Who made them? our, our leaders, though? I don't know, you know where he
0: came from, to be real with you. I, I just started seeing his content a couple of years ago. I don't know who and where he came from. I, well, I think he's from, actually, I think he's from, like, Philly or something. But I don't know. I just, I know he was working with Tariq. He was doing, you know, some of the hidden colors, like, films and stuff. But I just know he's just been exposed several times about lying about this this school that he wanted to do and lying about his, uh, his degrees and.
1: He's talking about that for years. Yeah. And you know, all of a sudden he came out and he took a whole bunch of people. This money. the same dude
0: <laughs> That went on a radio station and was talking about how some of the, the black kids had to be cleansed, like have to be killed off and the rev for the revolution. Wow. He said in those exact words, but you can look it up. On YouTube, there is a radio interview where he was talking about, you know, some of the black kids be the the main problems, and you know, some of them, I'm paraphrasing, you know, they're gonna have to die at the end of the day. And he's supposed to be he's supposed to be for black people, and he's he's saying uh, speaking he's speaking rhetoric like that, you know. So.
1: I real need to try to figure out why is it like this for these young black males or these or these or these young youngins. Instead of, you know, just saying that they gotta be clear, yeah, of course some people ain't gonna make it. We get that. We know that. But instead of it, you know, it's it's all about how you say shit Now how you go about it. That's the thing with Umar. He just he's exposed himself yeah. somewhere. And everybody, we all believe the same thing. We all do the same thing. Like, who is this nigga? Like, he's a clown. Yeah, that's how we feel. Yeah.
0: All right, moving on to uh, the next topic, and man, this is a uh, this is recent as of today. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but we, we we've talked about it maybe briefly before, but Mr. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Um, his now uh, son, who no, his now daughter, who was his son, you know, twelve year old. You know, he he went on the Ellen show and discussed his son saying, you know, that he wants to be referred to as a she and a her, and um, he he's pretty much, you know, he he's, he changed his name as well, he to a, a girl name, if I'm not mistaken. And how Wade and you know Wade was saying you know so we're we're getting him you know trying to get him in the community with people just so we can be better parents. And he's referring to him and uh, Gabrielle Union. He's uh, getting him. He's meeting up with like he's meeting Mama, up with. Something's wrong with Mama. I think she told me to call you. He he's uh he's meeting with uh like Pose pose actors. poses this show primarily gay characters up there. And you know, he we we saw him at the Pride Parade, you know, with his son and stuff. And it's one thing for his son to be uh you know gay or whatnot. And you know that's his son at the end of the day. But it's another thing for him to expose him to this lifestyle at such a young age. And that it's that is something I, mean, that I got an issue with that. I, I do.
1: So Stefan, let me let me get one second. Um we might have to start back up. I, I gotta uh check on check on some okay. my mom real quick. So let me uh, just give me one second and we can start it back up in like in five minutes if that's all right, okay. Yeah, all right. Let's start back up. Start back up with this right. the same topic. All right.
0: Yeah. All right, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, I'm back. All right. So yeah, before uh the brief intermission, um, I was discussing the recent news about Dwayne Wade and his, uh, his, uh, transgender 12 year old son. Um, yeah. So Dwayne Wade, again, I'll just, uh, recap or reiterate it. Um, Dwayne Wade was on the Ellen show and he was talking to Ellen about, you know, his son, uh, coming out to him pretty much saying coming home from school one day saying that he wanted to be referred to as she and her. So he wanted to be non-binary is what that is. You know, a person that's non-binary likes to pr- prefers pronouns like he or him or they or them, you know, it's that that's what non-binary is.
1: You know, explain, explain that again.
0: Non-binary is, um, a person that they, they, they have characteristics of male and female.
1: Okay. They don't like, like gender fluid. is kind of the same thing.
0: Yeah. So they don't want to be labeled as like um, a male or a female. They'd rather have the term like them or they, or he or her, or she or, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Him, you know, that's non-binary, but he wanted to take it a step further and said, you know, he want his name to be I believe Zaya, a girl name. So he's transgender now. At 12 years old. And I what I was saying before, I'll say it again, man, like I don't have a problem with anybody being, you know, uh gay or anything like or, or a part of the LGBT community. But what I do have a problem with is the fact that Dwayne Wade is exploiting his 12 year old son in front of the world mm-hmm. at such a young age, he is showing him this lifestyle, which I don't I don't I just don't get. I don't agree with doing that at that age, taking them to the gay pride parade, um, having them hang out with uh, these actors from this show called Pose with uh, uh, what's his name? Billy. Billy, Billy, the one that was wearing the dress—I can't remember his last name.
1: Um, he—he's
0: on that show, and he—it's a lot of gay. It's a, Billy Porter.
1: Billy Porter, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: He—he's on that show with. There's a lot of gay actors. So Dwayne Wade said he took his son or his now his daughter to go wow
1: hang out, out
0: with the actors so he can better understand you know the lifestyle with his wife, Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union. And uh, while we was on intermission, I'm watching this uh Spiritual Soul video. He's He talked about the Dwayne Wade situation. And I'm like, he what well, he's saying, I echo the same sentiment. This motherfucker just sacrificed his son to the Matrix. Yeah, like, He just sacrificed his son to the Matrix in front of the entire world. And that shit is fucking disgusting to me. That's sick.
1: That's like, sickening. It's,
0: his son is 12 years old, and this motherfucker just like sacrificing him. Like, it, it, it's, it's thing. And man, it's just like, bro, like, people just like, yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, let's go, Wade, Wade. And then there's people like us, just like, what the fuck? Listen, the kid is 12 years old. He don't know what the fuck he wanna be. Like, why is this kid want to be transgender at 12 years old? Like, I don't get it. Like, it, it, yeah. it pisses me off because, it's they're pushing this shit on the kids, and there is an agenda whether people want to admit it or not and here's a step further where we, we talked about in previous episodes with the LGBTQ plus you know P eventually will be a part of that which is pedophilia that's what but see this is what we for, we failed to mention it's already here, but it's not called pedophilia it's called pan pansexual, pansexuality.
1: Pansexual. Oh yeah, I'm not. Somebody was telling me to to kind of put in a little bit that they kind of put that in with the plus instead of actually adding it. That's what the plus stands for. Yeah, like man, and I, I called this shit Pan, years ago. Panse-
0: and by the way, for the viewers or listeners that don't know what pansexuality is, it's when somebody is sexually attracted to anything. That that's wow. pretty much what it is. Pansexual. um So yeah, it's already there. They already introducing these kids to this shit. You know, he's going out hanging with uh, members of the LGBT community, grown people. He's 12 years old. It's fucked up, man. Fuck. I mean, I can't, I don't, I don't fuck with, man, like this celebrity shit is crazy. I do, like it's at this point, it's like, I don't, man, this world is so fucked, dude. Like. Like I know yes. you were saying, Dwayne Wade looked fake when he was crying for Kobe. I believe it now, bro. Because I, I didn't even watch his video, but I believe it. That,
1: that shit was fake as hell.
0: He's with that. He's with fucking Gabrielle Union. We already know she's been with Holly Weir for over twenty years, so we know what it is. He got. And I think and I think got, she wear she wear the panties in
1: a relationship too.
0: And she literally probably pegging that nigga. She already talked about tossing his salad in interviews. So he yeah, was- he already be getting this salad tossed. uh he be
1: he be tossing LeBron's salad, and uh, LeBron be tossing his salad because you know they both into that gay shit. The, yeah,
0: LeBron's worn a dress before
1: too. Yes. Um. Somebody was telling me that um. One old, old head I know, and I heard this before years ago, where they were saying that LeBron after one of the games, he had like. Left fast as well. I think when he was in, I think when he was in Cleveland or, no, I think he was in Miami. He had left one of the games so fast to go to, uh, to try to get the put one of the Puff Daddy's parties. And like they said, he left that motherfucker ready, strapped and ready to get up out that bitch because he was ready for that party. And we already know what they're doing at the parties. Yeah. We already know what's going on. Said he ain't even stopped for the interview or nothing. Yeah. the guy, LeBron. As more time goes on, he's showing. He show. He be showing people who he what he really about. It's all organization. They all in like, and like, and like some type of society. You know. Oh yeah, that's we, weird. we are, weirdos. Yeah,
0: it's, it's all. It's. I mean, it's Masonic. You
1: know, Illuminati. See,
0: Illuminati is just a, a umbrella term. I don't think it's actually called Illuminati. It's something else. But it's just what people, you know, the public. That's what we perceive it as. But it's something else. Um. And yeah, man. Like, I'm just looking at Way. Like, bro, what the fuck, bro? It's like this shit is goofy to me. Wade was always metrosexual. If you look at the way mm-hmm. he dressed before games, you know he, mm-hmm. he was he's been sus for a while, and now he's. It's like okay, I get it. You want to be a loving father. I understand that, but pushing this lifestyle on him at this young of an age, I don't agree with. I just think it's fucked up. Yeah, I just like it's it's crazy man like this is the time we live in and people just sit keep sitting here talking about there's no fucking agenda while it's right in front of their eyes. Just people just sleep, man.
1: Which is fucking crazy cuz it's like it's right there like and like I like I was saying earlier, that we got the clarity now. To like, you, we don't even have to think about this shit anymore because they just being out, they coming out and open with it. Shit, I think uh, Magic,
0: Magic Johnson, uh, he sacrificed his son EJ to get the cure for HIV. I
1: don't think he ever had HIV. I was, I we, I was just talking about this because I even said it. Isaiah, johnson has got two gay sons, and uh, I think he. We already know he's gay. We already know Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson. I think Magic Johnson really is like homosexual. Um, but I think Magic Johnson, it wasn't it wasn't built in the script for him to be the most dominant basket. I feel like he was he was the most dominant, he was on pace to be the most dominant basketball player that we ever saw. So they made a deal with this nigga because he wasn't in the script. If you really look at how Magic Johnson's career went, he won championships everywhere he went. nigga won one at Michigan State, which is not really a known basketball power. He didn't win one at Duke or Kentucky or Chapel Hill. He went with you know, at Michigan State. Yeah. One of the most dominant championship teams. Then he goes right to the NBA. He's the youngest finals MVP. At that time, who was the actual greatest player of all time in most of the public eyes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he gets hurt. And this dude, Magic Johnson, plays every position at 20 years, what, 19, 20 years old. He plays every position. I think they were going against Moses Malone. I think they were going against the Philadelphia 76ers. He plays every position for a, 70, uh, for a Lakers team that had the greatest player of all time at that time in basketball history uh, come out and win a fi- become the youngest Finals MVP and win the NBA title against one of the best teams of that era. Like This motherfucker was ahead of his time. Yeah. He was at his time, and they wasn't in the plans. So, they had to make this nigga shout out basketball, because they can control Michael Jordan. Yeah, Michael Mike, Mike yeah. Jordan, our,
0: I believe it. He sacrificed his dad.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's just oh, that was, like...
1: That was collateral for gambling debt.
0: He was a gambling addict, and they took his... Yeah, they took his dad as compensation. But, yeah, man, this, this Dwayne Way shit is just sick to me, bro. Like, I just... And people just openly they supporting it, and the agenda we're just moving closer and closer to all, supporting the, well to the main people to, to to society in general subconsciously supporting pedophilia. This is what it's all going to like. It's leading to this shit, and we've been talking about this for a while. And it's you keep thinking this shit is oh yeah yeah so you know so progressive yeah kid twelve year old tra- transgender like. Like, right, bro, and I've seen a video uh, of uh, Dwayne Wade's son or his daughter now talking. He just seemed regular to me. He just feminine, like he not even. He don't come off as like you know, over the overt, like over the top, gay or anything. So it kind of makes me feel like they are really pushing this on him,
1: like they're, like they're forcing it, yeah. forcing him to be that image. And you notice how they have one who is. Who's like in Dwayne Wade's image? He's a basketball player, yeah. Zier. Whatever, Zaire. Yeah. And it's like they got one who I think is is. I think they got ex- they experiment with these celebrity families. They got one that's like supposed to be following Dwayne Wade's footsteps. Why come they can't normally have two? It's because that second one is um uh, is somebody who we know Gabrielle Union is a non liberal black female who is, and she's a strong liberal black female who I think when I use the word strong, I actually mean weird. Like, she's more for that weird shit. And, and I look at that relationship, who has the power in that relationship? Gabrielle Union's always had the power in that relationship, regardless of what, like, D-Wade's done, because she's always, like, she's always been around. She's uh, she's in the Holly weird, where I think it's really the source of all this shit. And I'm looking at it as that that's her experiment. And, like, D-Wade, knows he can't fuck with that. He can't, he, it's nothing he can say in that, about that. Yeah, he can, there's nothing he can say about that. That's her experiment. The other, the other, uh, the, the other son or uh, daughter. <laughs>
0: yeah, damn shame, man. You know, um, it just makes me I, again, bro. That, that's why, I, like, when I look at this shit, like I look at entertainment and stuff, it's like I can't look at stuff the same no more. Like, I just don't. It doesn't. You know, I'm still entertained by like watching film tv shows and stuff like that but live sports and stuff it's it's kind of different because you see you know athletes more I, I guess in the public eye or you know then like uh you would say see actors to a degree you know doing things and it's it's just like bruh it's like what the fuck like you pushing you clearly are pushing this shit exploiting the fuck out of your son you know and for what? Like, what are you exploiting him for? Like, that. that's what I'm trying to understand. What's his next career move? You know, um, it's it's just a sad situation. Now, I want to look and see what happens with uh, LeBron's family, you know, because LeBron yep. seems like he just got a regular, you know, family, you know. I want to see what happens with his family now, you know. Um, but, see, I don't think anything going to happen really with his family because LeBron is high-ranking. Like at
1: the, Harley and the Boule,
0: Yeah, yeah. You were saying he had he he got that boule tattoo on him.
1: I ain't. I'm. I'm about to see if I can look it up. They say he got a big old boule tattoo because he didn't go to college or anything. But the Boulet is like the uh, the top of the top of all that black Greek life shit.
0: I find it interesting that um, the White Howard, you know, was catching a lot of heat for allegedly being with a transgender woman like a year ago. And now he's right over here on the the Lakers team, and he's prospering, right? You know, and you and you mentioned how you know LeBron was rushing to get the ditties. Now he's got the White Howard on his team, who might have been you know going to these transgender parties and stuff. So what does that tell you about their possible relationship? You know, like so, what so what does that say about like what's going on in that locker room? And then you got <laughs> you got Kyle Kuzma who's experimenting right now. You know, he's always got,
1: Yeah, he looked like crazy as hell. You know,
0: he's got different hairstyles and shit. He looking like he 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 looking like somebody's bitch. Like I'm not even gonna flex. Like he looked like somebody's bitch. Probably LeBron's bitch. So you know, I, I don't know, man. It's it's fucked up. It's a fucked up time we live in, and just people keep pushing this shit. And I mean I, I mean, I. we got to fight back against this
1: shit, man. I'm looking right now on Google Images and on his chest, he has, yeah, he has the same, like, the is if you go on Google, they have like a seal and it says the Boulay Foundation and in the middle it's got like a, a, a lion with the head of a woman with wings uh, on top of, it looks like it says Sigma Pi Phi. I guess some I guess that that may be the Greek letters for the actual boule Foundation. Yeah, because um, I don't think that's the actual. Uh, let me look. Sigma Pi Phi. Um. Yeah, he has that. He has that. That animal. He has. Yep,
0: I'm looking at it. The boule Foundation. I,
1: I see it. Yeah, like I mean, how do you explain that? That
0: shit right on his chest, bro. Yeah, you're right.
1: It's not like it's Photoshopped or nothing.
0: Yeah, that's literally on his chest. Wow.
1: Hold up. Let me make sure it ain't Photoshop.
0: Nah, I'm looking at multiple
1: pictures. It's multiple pictures.
0: Nah, that's legit. Like, yeah, that, that's legit. Wow. Motherfucker got that shit right on his chest.
1: Yeah, he the biggest boulet player out of out of, out of them all. Like it's all about LeBron. It ain't about nobody but LeBron. It's LeBron LeBron's tongue. Because he's deep in that shit.
0: Yeah, no, you know, I, it, you know how they, they always talk about in sports, you know, players do incredible feats. You know, when when they go and get stuff, they got to, you know, the pressure's on. The stars shine the most. They show the most heart, most the most passion about the game, the most pride. But I'm looking at these people now, and I'm like, okay, but I feel like they're walking around without any souls at all um like I was again I was watching spiritual soul video and he was like that's not Wade's son that's just a lost that's just a a soulless uh being now you know who knows what they did with that that son of his who knows and people just supporting that shit oh, it's like crazy bro like, but um uh, I think it's a good time we can move on to like another topic this is uh more now we're pretty much well pretty much at the portion of the show where I would say just some little lesser like smaller like subtopics I just wanted to throw in there uh, Juicy Smollett oh I'm sorry Jussie Smollett <laughs> <laughs> Jussie Smollett is in the news again he's got new charges yeah He's been indicted on six counts of disorderly conduct because he lied to the Chicago Police Department. Um and as we know about his fake, you know, you know, his fake uh what was it, getting his ass beat, hate crown, he's the gay Tupac, he fought the fuck back, all this other bullshit. And, yeah, like okay. <laughs> Man, de- he was out. He the was Democrats
1: out, he was out a- they brought that shit right back around the corner after they realized they couldn't be have been Trump. That's that shit. All right, he
0: he he, <laughs> he was out getting a fucking sandwich from Subway at like three in the morning, and some 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 crackers with a fucking MAGA hat on was like, "Hey, nigger, you you that nigger from Empire?" And they just went up to him, beat his ass, and. He fought the fuck back.
1: Get the <laughs> fight, <girl. laughs> He's a mentioner for all days around the world. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: this shit is just like... It's just clown shit, bro. Like, he did this shit. Obviously, he was clout chasing. Like, he, he needed... Nobody's checking for that empire shit no more. Them checks were probably... Nobody. Checks were starting to come... Uh, taking longer to come. You know, so he... He ain't, he's not doing, I don't see him do nothing else but Empire. So I ain't gonna
1: lie to you, Empire, Empire draw that real quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and this is off of Fox 32 Chicago's website. Smollett faces six counts, uh, faces six felony counts of disorderly conduct, charges that stem from four separate false reports that he gave to police in which he contended he was a victim of a hate crime, knowing that he was not the victim of a crime. He thought that shit was over. (laughs) He thought. But, yeah, man, had people riled up for a bit. Like, I remember when that shit dropped at first, I was like, what the fuck? Like, this might be it. This might be, you know, niggas just randomly beating the shit out of black people. I mean, we already getting gunned down for no reason. Now they just walking up on us and beating the shit out of us for no reason. Like, if this doesn't spark niggas to want to go crazy, like, I don't know what will. Oh, turns out he made this shit all up. All of it. Like.
1: Made it all up. Yeah.
0: So, I don't, I don't know, man. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, See if you had any, like, thoughts on that.
1: All I know is, man, like you know, how I get <laughs> yeah. Man, what the fuck wrong with these niggas, man? Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. What the fact this nigga is? still got a platform, even even talk about some bullshit. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm trying to figure out why it took him that long. Honestly, that's what. I'm Yeah. You know, why why it took him that long to file the charges against him? Because, you know, clearly, clearly um, he was in the wrong because he lied. He he got caught in a lie. Right.
0: Well, I guess we can move on to the other uh, subtopic. This is something I found out about today. I thought it was interesting. As everybody knows now, you know, coronavirus is – it's it's big news right now. It's becoming sort of a well, it's becoming a worldwide like pandemic or epidemic. Um apparently there's another virus on the rise. Okay. Oh, this, this one's coming from Brazil. It's called Yara virus, also known as Iara. Uh uh, this is from the independent.co.uk website. And the article is no genes. No, the article is called "Scientists Discover Mysterious Virus with No Recognizable Genes." So, and I'm reading from the article. The team named it Yara Virus after Yara, also known as Iara, meaning "Mother of All Waters" and representing a beautiful mermaid-like figure from Brazilian mythology, who would lure sailors underwater to live with her forever. When the scientists sequenced the Yara virus genome, the process of determining the complete DNA sequence which makes up an organism, they discovered over 90% of it was formed of the genes had never been found before. Um, So yeah, we we got another virus out there. It hasn't taken off yet, but just know the Yara virus is uh, something new that scientists in Brazil have been studying uh, recently from this article from Uh, independent.uk.co. They say some of Yara virus's genes look like those in a giant virus, but it is still unclear how the two are related. One scientist, unconnected with the study, suggested the findings represented a whole new treasure chest of previously unseen biochemical processes. So then I'm like, you know. All right. Damn, mess over the with everything. Got a coronavirus, got the and Yara virus. Shit. Next we'll have the Budweiser virus, you know, like...
1: <laughs> You know, it's just so, well,
0: yeah, bro. Just all these different viruses and all I can... I just
1: think it's. I think it's interesting that all, all of a sudden it's, it's like, like I said, it's a new distraction every day, and it's like, boom. Now it's getting to the point where, um, you know, what I think is going to happen, I think it is, it is going to come to the United States, and I think, you know, once they hit us over the head with it, what people don't understand in the United States is they're quarantining like certain parts of China, and like. With a quarantine, there's some people that can't leave their house and shit for like for like days at a time, weeks at a time because of that virus shit. So like, I, I'm looking at this situation as a way for them to like try to basically imprison us on our own land with through quarantines. Or if somebody in the area was a known a known case of coronavirus, we got to shut down this whole fucking this whole block, this whole area, and make sure. That these motherfuckers don't leave this area and figure out where we can pinpoint where the next pat where the next infected person probably will be at. Or something crazy like that. Right. Right. That's what I was that's what I'm thinking with some quarantines. They they've been like it was saying people in like China, some people in China can't leave their house at all. Like they can only go to like certain parts because of the quarantine. And like I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at next. I'm like, man, they got they quarantining and shit. They blocking the shit off
0: and shit, like that's crazy. Yeah, man. I just again just reiterate, you know, make sure you're always washing your hands. And honestly, man, like people wear, you know, we looking at these fucking viruses, but I'm looking at the fucking vaccines. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not with, I'm not on the wave of uh, getting vaccines as an adult. I'm not doing it. Um, you know, it's your preference if you do that or whatnot. But I'm just saying, y'all go out here. You rush if you want to to get these vaccines for these fucking viruses. Don't know what the hell is in that shit, and it make you sicker than what the fucking virus could make you. You know, so I right. Guess. That's what
1: I think the whole objective is too. You know.
0: So that's something to definitely think about before you rush out and get virus. uh,
1: Vaccines, because you know they're about to push that shit heavy. So, Yo. so yeah, and you know, I think I, they got an Illuminati card. I was looking at the y'all heard of the Illuminati card game that was made by Steven Jackson in like the eighties, where he basically made this card game that was uh, basically prophesizing different shit that was going to happen later on. But he he said that it was just a it's just a coincidence. People say he is a mason that was trying to pull a ritual on the whole on the public by letting us know what was about to happen in the future through the, through this card game. And then one of the cards uh, basically talks about how they're going to implant, you know, like technology and immunizations. But what they're going to start doing is make immunizations mandatory. But they're going to start making them mandatory because and they're going to start making them mandatory, which means they can start quarantining and blocking shit off if you. And not allow people to not come in certain areas if they don't have this mandatory vaccine. But this mandatory vaccine is not gonna be good for you. So they're gonna make it to where it's gonna get like that. That's why I think the significance of all these bacteria and shit is coming from. Everybody trying to scare people into having to basically have mandatory vaccines. And I think in certain states, they're trying to push for like legislation to where you can't be exempt from vaccines. Like it's in a lot of states now, like they're overruling the federal law. Uh, they're trying to overrule the federal law of like a religious and ph- philosophical um, exemption from vaccines. My other thing is, I mean, I'm in the healthcare field too, you know, and like, I look at it like, okay, vaccines, if they work, they work. But like, we should all have a choice with anything in life. Period. Yeah. So why all of a sudden with vaccines, people are upset that people don't want to get vaccinated. Like, this is a democracy. We should have a choice in any and everything, right? So why does it come... When it comes to you know vaccines, other people who support vaccines are even wasting the energy to even get upset with people who don't even support vaccines because it's a mob mentality. It's it's like a shaming. It's a shaming a, a ritual that that you know that these evil motherfuckers have tried have tried to put on us on, on society on those who don't support vaccines because they know that the shit is fucking dirty. We don't really even know what the fuck is in that shit. Like it's not always it's not always there to to benefit us, you know, so this is my take on it,
0: true indeed, so yeah, um I'll uh, mention any updates I hear about this uh this new virus as they come, but um yeah, I think that that pretty much wraps up uh the topics that I had that I wanted to talk about for this episode. Um yeah, I I trying to think if I, I seen anything else that I was thinking that was worth mentioning. Do you have anything else that you uh wanted to mention?
1: Uh no, not really. I, I think we covered most of most of uh what I had on my mind in this episode.
0: All right. Well, with that being said. This concludes another episode of the Divine Council podcast. Um, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Divine. Follow us on SoundCloud at Divine Council Podcast. Um, this episode will be will be available via SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a review. That's very helpful. And if you can make it a five-star rating on the review, that helps with our visibility. So that's also important. And like always, I wanted to uh, leave the listeners with, um, with a quote. So let me see something. All right. This quote is from Albert Einstein. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Until next time.